The following recording is from the Land of Yoga Meditation Series by Toby Wallace. For more information, go to landofyoga.com. Okay, so let's start. Have a big breath in and a deep sigh. We'll start with Yoga Nidra, relaxation practice. Bring your mind to your body, to the different parts of your body. And in many ways it's about taking your mind away from thinking. So first, feel your body. Feel its stillness. but also its movement, such as the breathing. Bring your mind to your right toes, then your left toes, right sole of foot, left sole of foot, right ankle, left ankle, right shin bone, left shin bone, right knee, left knee, right thigh, left thigh, right hip, left hip. Get a sense of your pelvis on the floor, the weight of it, your lower back, lower sides, abdominals, belly button, rib cage, the right lung, left lung, right side of the heart, left side of the heart, right shoulder, left shoulder, Right triceps and biceps, left triceps and biceps, right elbow, left elbow, right forearm, left, right wrist, left, right hand, left hand, the throat, Back of the neck, right side of neck, left side, right side of head, left side. The top of the head, the face, the forehead, right temple, left temple, Right eye socket, left, right eye, left, right nostril, left, right cheekbone, left, the lips, 
teeth and gums, right jaw, left side of jaw, chin, and glands under the throat. The whole body resting. So this session has the topic examining the mind. We're going to look at how it behaves, how it thinks, how it projects, how it worries, how to understand it, and then how to utilize that knowledge. So we all seem to have a mind. Just get a sense of your mind. We filter our lives through this, this thing, this mind. Even perhaps when we're in the womb, we are aware to some degree. Certainly once we're born, our mind is clear, our sense of self is clear. And then through our lives, every day, including when we're sleeping, it's all a big story for our mind or through our mind or even from our mind. In yoga, and an understanding of consciousness, it's all mind. The whole thing, the whole experience of life is mind. I'm going to do this session in three parts. Next week we'll do further examination of the mind because it's such a complex topic. First, we're going to look at how the mind thinks and how it looks, how it sees things. Because this is a big part of the stories we have in life, our version of events. It's very important if you ever want to grow as a human to learn how the way you see things can often be part of the problem. And that's one of the main reasons that people meditate. It's certainly one of the main reasons for Buddhism and definitely yoga, meditation, observing the mind. Okay, so have a big breath in. A deep sigh. And then... Gently move into a sitting position. So whatever pose is good for you, close your eyes. Again, have a deep sigh. So we're going to do five minutes of slow, deep breathing. It's not necessarily a meditation practice. It's actually a yoga breath practice. Slow, deep breathing. But in a yoga context, most people are not ready to really concentrate, just cold. So we stop, we slow down, and we slow down the breathing. And this will give us a little bit more time and space and perspective to then be observing more, to become more observant. So slow, deep breathing through the nose, slow into full, Slow out until empty. But while we're doing it, five minutes, let's start watching 
the mind. If you can, keep watching the mind as you're doing the slow, deep breathing.
Relax. Have a deep sigh. And then lie down a restful position. So if you um, practice meditation, it's often a good start to do that slow, deep breathing. It just slows you down a bit. It helps you relax. It's a physical relaxation practice. And when we're more relaxed physically, we start to become more relaxed mentally. Okay, so we had a bit of a look at the mind. And generally, at the start of a meditation session, you'll find that it's probably jumping around all over the place. It's also a bit hard to get a grip of this mind. Where is it or what is it? So let's have a look. Where is our mind? Is it inside your head? Or does it really just represent awareness? From a yoga perspective, mind is awareness, the experience of awareness. So it doesn't have to be me or my mind. It's just an awareness of the experience of awareness. Cognition is another word for it. Or recognition. So if it's more than just me and my little mind, me, this person, then it might be outside my head. So where's your mind? Is it just inside your head? Or does its awareness extend to the edges of the room? or even outside the building to anything that you can hear or notice or even think of. Is that how far your mind extends or is it just inside your head? What does it weigh? So you can feel your mind. Does it have a weight? What shape is it? What color is it? And what is it? What is the mind? Or what is my mind? So we're questioning these things. We're asking these questions. Meditation is about watching, noticing, and learning. Learning from what we discover. All right, let's look at thoughts. Thoughts, perhaps, are they different to mind? Do they come in and out of the mind? So if they do, then they're not mind. They're just parts of the mind. Watch your thoughts now. You'll be thinking all the time. Where do the thoughts come from? Up or down or from the side? Where do they go? 
Are they fast? Do they arrive quickly and disappear quickly? Are they tight? Do they feel tight? Does your mind feel tight? Have a deep sigh. So gently move to a sitting position. You can close your eyes again. I'm just doing a short sitting, five minutes, watching the mind. So we're going to wait and watch. We're not doing any particular breathing practice or exercise. We're just sitting, natural breathing, eyes closed. And we're waiting and watching. This is a yogic meditation, waiting and watching. So watch your mind. See where it goes. See what it comes up with.
complex, have a deep sigh. So lots of thinking, of course, shouldn't be a surprise. Some people say meditation is relaxing. If you do a lot of it, you'll see it's not relaxing at all because you're stuck with your head, your mind, all this thinking. It is part of a process of change if you do take the time to stop and watch it and keep learning about it, what it's doing, and eventually why it's doing what it's doing. And this is what experienced meditators learn. They understand their mind. Their life's a lot easier once they understand it. Okay, so relax, move into a resting position. One thing that needs to be factored in when you're doing meditation and observing the mind is that when we see that we can't concentrate at all, for one minute we can't even focus on one thing. So how are we going to understand the mind? We can't even watch it properly. We can't even be consistent in our attention. Our observation is very unreliable, it's unstable because the person who's watching doesn't even stay there to watch. Okay, have your eyes closed. Now when you close your eyes, we lose the awareness of three-dimensional reality. When your eyes are closed, you can't see the space. Now you can only hear it or smell it or feel it or remember it, but you can't see it. And so you can't be sure exactly of the form that it has. So with your eyes closed, get a feel for where your legs are and your feet, or what you would describe as legs and feet. And you can ask yourself, are these parts solid? You know what they feel like, but you don't know what they look like if you're not able to see them. You can't be sure. You can't be 100% sure. Maybe they're not what you think they are. We trust our eyesight way too much. So is the room still here? We could ask this question. It's just an idea. It's just a question. If you can't see the room, are you sure that it's here as you think it is? Or is it part of your imagination? Because the real question is, is everything in your life part of your own imagination? And it's a very well-known discussion, the idea of when are we dreaming? Are we dreaming when we sleep at night? Or are we dreaming during the day? In terms of the room and even the shape of your body, if you can't see it, you could think about it as something over there, wherever there is. The reason is, is we've lost three-dimensional reality, which requires 
distance and form? Is it your memory that you rely upon? We know that most of us have very unreliable memories. Can you remember what you were thinking exactly 24 hours ago? Or what you were noticing? Or even what you were saying exactly? Our memory is hopeless for most people. We base a lot of decisions on this memory being accurate. Also, we all see different things and we remember things differently. So really what our awareness is all about is what we notice. And very much in meditation, what it's about learning is what we don't notice. We'll learn so much more about our life from what we don't notice than what we do. So have a deep sigh. Gently move to sit up. If you like, uh, you can sit against the wall for this one. It's an open eye meditation. Okay, so open eye. And you're not looking around the room, you're just aware of the room because you can see it for a start. You just generally have a gaze, a soft gaze about a metre in front of you. So this is stillness meditation. What we're looking for is an understanding of the mind based on the idea that there's what we notice and what we don't notice. When our eyes are open, we notice a bit more usually. So for five minutes, we're just going to sit. So I'll suggest to you the idea that when you are thinking, you're not listening. And when you're listening, you're not thinking. You cannot think of two things at once. So we're going to focus on listening. And any time that you're thinking, you're not listening. Explore that idea. See if you can listen the whole time to sounds. And sounds will come and go. There'll always be sounds. Once you're thinking, you've stopped listening.
relax, have a sigh. So if we're going to examine the mind, we've got to stop and look at it. We've got to see what it does. We've got to see how it works. And when it's thinking, it's not noticing. This is a big thing. Also, we're not just our thoughts because we've got an awareness of the fact that we're thinking. We can all see that. I have been thinking. There's another part of your mind that includes an awareness of the act of thinking. So we're looking at layers as well. But there are many, many layers. In the beginning, we've just got to watch it and see how it works in an obvious way. When you're thinking, you're not noticing. When you're talking, you're not listening. When you're doing something, even when you're moving, there'll be things that you're not noticing. This can tell us something. We can learn about this. Okay, so relax. Move to lie down again. Just have a rest for a minute. So when we start looking at the mind and we can see that it thinks a lot, we can also have an awareness of more things than just thoughts. We can start to look at how it's thinking and why. And then we can even look at what we see when we have a certain mindset. This is very important. And this goes into the field of psychology So, what about when your mind is very defensive? We know what it means to have a defensive mind. People will ask us things and we'll jump. We'll be very quick to respond. Often we'll have a a mind that's blocking. It's defensive. It's resistant. It's not trusting. There's another type of mind. An aggressive mind, or an aggressive mind state. This sort of mind and the way it's thinking and acting, it's on the front foot. It's pushing, it's dominating. There's anger sometimes, but there's a force in the way it's being. This is a different state of mind. What about a scared state of mind? So your state of mind will affect what you think and how you think. So it's good to examine this and look at how every day we actually move through different mind states. 
As a result, we have different thoughts and different feelings. We also factor in that when we're thinking, we're not listening and we're not noticing. That's significant because if we were listening and noticing more, we may understand things differently and think differently and have a different state of mind. So the difference between having a scared state of mind, worried, versus a confident state of mind. We've all been confident at times. How does our mind feel when it's confident? And what is this mind we keep talking about? And where is it? And what shape is it? What shape is the confident mind? What color is it? What about an ignorant mind? How does that feel? We've all got the potential to be ignorant. We're definitely ignorant of many things. We don't know everything. What about an aware mind? What does that feel like? How does an aware mind think? How does it receive information? What about a mind that wants to live in denial? Denial of things that it doesn't like, doesn't want to hear, doesn't want to know about, doesn't want to see. What's that going to be like? What are we going to be like if we're living with a mind that's in denial? What about an obsessive mind? A mind that's always worrying, a neurotic mind. We all have this too, or most of us, at times. At times it's worse, more intense. So when we're being neurotic and worrying, and we're really not noticing and we're really not listening, and there's a lot of thinking with an anxious mind. The worrying mind. Is this you? Or does your mind just change shapes? I have a deep sigh. Gently move to sitting position, I'm going to watch the mind again. So we have to take this time. If we don't take the time, we won't see a lot of this. We may never even think about this sort of thing. So eyes closed. So let's watch the mind, your mind, or the mind that you're aware of. Watch how it is thinking, which may give you an insight into what mood it is in. This is the next level of awareness in meditation. It's not just recognition of the fact that we think a lot and are distracted. The next level is to see how our mind is thinking. Not what is it thinking, but how. What is it feeling? What is the feeling behind the thought? 
one thing you could try is to label the different types of thoughts. Have you got a relaxed mind? Is the thinking reflecting that? Is your mind tired? And the thinking reflects that? Is the mind bored? Does the thinking reflect that? Is the mind negative? Do you have a patient mind? Do you have a wise mind? Do you have a mature mind in the way you deal with the thoughts that you have? Does your mind change its moods? Is your mind tight, stuck in a prison, a corridor of awareness, thinking tightly? Or do you have spacious, aware, listening mind. Do you have a restless mind? What we should see is is that we have the potential for all of these states of mind. It's changing all the time. When we have an aware state of mind, we notice more things. That's all. When our mind is open and listening, we notice more things. When our mind is thinking, it's not listening, it's not noticing. Okay, have a deep sigh. Lie down again. One thing to be aware of is that if we can see by watching our mind for a while 
that it's very inconsistent. It's changing all the time. It's changing moods. We have different thoughts based on different feelings. So this person that we call ourselves, the me, changes shape, changes face many times, which dictates many different types of thought, many different thoughts. we understand that, we know that about ourselves, if we stop and look, we know this about everyone else as well. So everyone's mind, pretty much everyone, is very similar to ours, very inconsistent, very unreliable, also very flexible, it's changing shape all the time. But that's an amazing thing as much as a hindrance in terms of connecting with others. In the end, we don't usually want to stay isolated from other people. We can see that when we're thinking, we're not listening. So at those moments when we're thinking, we're not connected. So often when people are talking to us, when we're thinking, we're not listening to them. Therefore the connection breaks. And the worrying mind, this is a big problem for most people. Why does our mind worry? Next week, we're going to look at why it worries, how it worries. And really, we're looking at the behavior of worrying. It's just the state of mind. It's one of the states of mind. So right now, you're in a state of mind. You have a sense of it. Whoever you think it is, or whatever it is, or where it starts, or where it ends. The answer to that may change over time. If you watch it more, you may learn more things about your mind if you take the time to watch it. And armed with more knowledge about your mind and its states, you might make different decisions. You'd certainly recognize that if you're intensely thinking a lot and worrying, there's a lot of things you're not noticing. And that's not the best time to be making decisions because there's a lot of information you're missing. Have a deep sigh. Now, have a final rest. Just relax.
bring your mind back now to the room that you're in, the space, your body, an awareness of your breathing. See how for the last few minutes, when you were supposed to be resting, you were probably thinking most of the time. Another thing to understand is is that thinking is tiring. It's not resting. And while you were doing all that thinking or dreaming, what information were you missing? What were you not noticing? This is the story of our lives. Thank you.